fight And we don't have to kill Everybody in the whole wide world Really just needs to chill No, we don't have to fuss No, no, no We don't have to fight Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Just Chill with Oliver George. This is episode 67. And I have two people sitting across from me uh, that are both return guests. I'm very, very excited to have them back in the studio. But before we get into it, I want to remind you, if you're watching on YouTube and you would prefer an audio-only version, you can get that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other places like that. If you were listening on one of those, though, and you didn't know there was a visual side to the show, please come check it out on YouTube. While you're there, if you would subscribe, it really does mean a lot to me. We recently hit 1K subscribers, and I'm still over the moon about that. So thank you so much if you've supported us. Finally, if you want to reach me, you can hit me up at justchillpodcasting at gmail.com. Maybe if you have a cool guest idea or some general feedback about the show. While you're there, let me know if you are interested in one of these holofoil stickers, and I will send you one free of charge. Now, back to the guests. I'm really, really excited to have you guys back. One of you was on two years ago. One of you was on one year ago. And uh, since then, you've just been crushing it in the comedy world. You already were great at comedy, but you guys, <laughs> it doesn't seem to end your, your meteoric rise. So I'm so excited. And... It is Janelle Niles and Simone Holder. Thanks for having us. Yes. <laughs> Live in New York. <laughs> How are you guys, first of all? It's been okay. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I've, I've been okay. Pandemic aside, of course. Pandemic aside, <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been all right. A few rough patches here and there, but we'll get into that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I want to uh, insert something funny here, but I'm just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's so good to see your faces, and we don't have to wear masks, and yeah. everybody's back. So it's, uh, it's nice to be here doing it in studio, in the flesh. We've been saying that a lot lately. And uh, you've got a pretty big announcement coming up. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll just start there. I feel like uh, I'm sure. burning with anticipation for your announcement here. So. Um, do you have any uh, notes on there about uh, what I did in Iqaluit? Yeah. Well, I wanted to bring it up. Oh, yeah, okay. Because the they kind of go together. Okay. Well, let's start there. Then you did the Arctic Comedy Festival not mm -hmm. long ago with David Brennan and yep. Abdullah Usman and a couple other people. Mm -hmm. Remind me who they are. I, I uh, uh, Nicole and uh, Peter. I don't know their last names off by heart, but they were up there with us and... Uh, with the uh, Arctic Comedy Festival with uh, John Helke. He uh, he scouted me out of the blue. He's oh, wow. like, I like your stuff. We want to get you on this festival. You got 20 minutes. Oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, sure. I have 20 minutes. I will definitely <laughs> pull that out of my ass. <laughs> Was that the most time you'd ever gotten at that point? Uh, it was the most time I've ever been uh, asked to do. Okay. So... I was uh, very ecstatic. That it was my first festival. Uh, I jumped the clubs. I never middled or hosted or headlined a club, but now I'm doing a festival. That's so awesome. I broke the mold, if you will. In Iqaluit, right? Yeah, in Iqaluit. So the Arctic Comedy Festival is an annual event in Iqaluit, and JFL was uh, there scouting uh, comedians to possibly be on TV or uh, certain projects that they were uh, wanting to do with um, Indigenous comedians and other comedians like David Brennan and Abdullah and them. Nice. So when I went up there, it was October 2nd, I believe, October 7, uh, 2nd. And we went the same day that we had to film both shows. So it was a 6 p.m. show and a 9 p.m. show. Oh, wow. And he said, you have 20 minutes. We're like, oh, no, because we're all still like even the club comics like David and Abdullah, like they're still working there like good 15. You yeah, know? yeah. And 20 minutes is a long time is. If you have, you know, stacked solid material. Exactly. But the second they wrote my name on the board and put a one zero, uh, it was like, oh, thank God. Whew. Oh, they cut it down? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody's just like, nice. because they didn't cut us down. 
what the guy, what John in the email said, you have 20 minutes, but he, what he meant was you have a 10 and a 10. Oh, 20 minutes total. Oh, for both the shows. Oh. Then you're, you're super overprepared, but that's oh, okay. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. we had a good 10. So, so right. we're like, we'll do it. But it was amazing. A Callowit, it was beautiful. Like you're when you step off, it's like you're on the surface of Mars. It's just, mm. uh, there's no trees at all because you're in the tundra and it's just a different atmosphere. We saw sled dogs and we saw seals. We saw, it was, it was Polar amazing. bears? No. No, Abdullah really wanted to see a polar bear. That's they're dangerous, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. I think he wanted yeah. a pet one, then I had to sit yeah, down. Yeah, they're not like the Coke commercials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Christmas commercials. Bite your arm kill off. You. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I was feeling like I was like the weak link in the chain as like an open micer going to a festival. So I never thought in a million years that JFL would want anything to do with me at that time. Mm. However, just getting my name uh, out there was the best. So... Two, three weeks ago, uh, JFL was like, hey, we have a proposition for you. And I'm like almost crying on the phone. <laughs> like, we should really? say just for last for anyone that doesn't know what JFL is. <laughs> oh, sorry, just, oh, I thought I mentioned it. Most people know, or maybe yeah. you did, my bad. That's okay. Uh, yeah, JFL, uh, they, they called me and they're like, we have this proposition for you. And uh, it's a TV season. And it's a new wave of stand-up. Okay, I think I've seen that in previous years. Yeah, on um, CBC yeah. Gem, I believe. I think That's Kyle Brownrigg cool. was on one of those. Yes, yes, he was. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right on. So you landed that. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're filming it at the end of this Oops. month? Yes. At the end of this month, um, where our pre-show is November 30th. And then our taping is December 1st. Oh, so you do like a dry run kind yes. of just, oh, that's got to be nice. I'm so excited. It's in Vancouver too. So they're flying me out. Oh my God. I'm nice. so happy for you. Thank Congratulations. You. I'm so happy for me. It's all beyond cool. And it couldn't happen to a nicer person oh, unless you. it happened to Simone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she wants me to pack her in the suitcase. Yeah. I was like, take me. <laughs> so are you just like every night in the mirror? relentless for yeah. the next couple of weeks I'm like guessing. you're deserving of good things that's that's my mantra <laughs> yes don't yeah everyone has that imposter syndrome but like mm -hmm. definitely you've you've had a massive impact on people in in this community i know that i told uh jackie graham was here playing board yeah. games last night with a couple other people and i told her your announcement and she like all i felt like she was going to tear up because she was so happy for you <laughs> and she said you know how much of a help you were to her and we all know that like just mm -hmm. giving people stage time at eddie's and just you know motivating people to to keep trying and you don't shit on people like a lot of comedians do that you don't have that competitive douchebaggery about you you know <laughs> it's because we're all in the same game this is yeah comedy like we're it's 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 almost like we're co-workers in a way you know but mm. yeah there is this competitive like uh, uh, uh tone in the room with uh, some comedians like we call them elitists because they're like comedy's supposed to be this way and you're supposed to be yeah. doing it at this time and this many years and like there's a handbook do, 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 do. or something yeah you know? yeah exactly. yeah but uh exactly. we, me and saman we uh we broke the mold Definitely. Well, yeah, let's pivot now to Simone's crazy <laughs> summer. I'm going to be doing this a lot. No, it's all good. Like. It's all good. I talk too much. Let her no, no. Um, but you've had a crazy year as well. You've just been grinding nonstop yeah. out of anyone during the pandemic. I don't know anyone who's done more shows than you online and in person. Yeah, I did a lot and it, and it, it, it helped. Well, it I'll really say helped. it yeah. culminated in Simone winning the, the Mike McDonald Yuck Yuck Summer Comedy Competition. Mm -hmm. But not just winning it, what I was most impressed by was that in every round along the way, you placed first. So preliminary yeah. semis, it's just, that must be unheard of in, in the contest. Maybe not. I don't know. I've only been around so many years. But 
So congrats on that thank as well. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you. Afterwards, you went and toured the East Coast, I believe, right? Or you did? Um, um, yeah, I went to Yuck Yucks in uh, Nova Scotia. I have good friends that live out there. Okay. And I'd wanted to visit last year, but we couldn't. And so um, I picked a date that I could go. And then I contacted the manager out there and said, hey, I'm going to be in, I'm a comic from Ottawa. Um, I'm going to be in Nova Scotia. Is there any chance I could get stage time nice. at Yucks? And he was like, oh, yeah, let me get back to you and everything. I'll talk to Howard and everything. And I was like, okay, sure. And then I think it was the night of the, the semifinals. He was actually there. Oh. And so I don't think he had put together, because we had met before, but I don't think he had put two and two together that I was the same person who was okay, asking. Okay. So after the show, because um, we had said hello before. And so after the show, I was like, oh, it was me who sent you that message. He was like, oh, okay, okay. And he pulls out his phone yeah, yeah. and everything. Puts and then, the schedule, yeah. yeah. And so um, he gave me, uh, he told me I would be doing a middle, a split middle on Friday and Saturday, which would have been 10 minutes. I was like, perfect. Yeah, nice chunk of time. Yeah, you know. And then um, the Friday, I got there Thursday, so the Friday, something said, double check. So I messaged him and I was like, hey, I just want to confirm that, you know, I'm excited. I just want to confirm that I'm doing like a split middle 10 minutes tonight and tomorrow. And he's like, oh, I was just about to message you. You're doing 20 and I was like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> kind of the opposite of what yeah, happened. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, if you don't have 20, he's like 15, you can do 15. So I was like, okay, I can do 15. I know I have a solid 15. Okay. So that's what I, that's what I ended up doing. Nice. Yeah. And, and it was so much fun. It was so much fun. But you said you had friends out there. Did you ever live in the East coast or? No, I never lived there, but um, one of my best friends from Toronto moved out there with his partner. Um, I want to say about four years ago. And I did visit them the first year they were out there in 2017 and then um, haven't had a chance to go back. So I went back nice. and uh, I brought a ton of people because I know a lot of people out there, even though I've never lived a moment out there. You're connected. Yeah. So I brought, cool. I think I had like six people the Friday night and like nine people the, the Saturday night. So I was very popular. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, you don't even live here <laughs> and you're bringing people. <laughs> yeah. Some comic who actually does, does live there is like yeah. crying in the corner. <laughs> But it was Man. a lot of fun. And I got to meet Shama Jumder. Yeah, I saw a picture yeah. of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And he roasted me because he went up after me and he <laughs> roasted me. And it was so funny. It was like the best. <laughs> yeah, he's from uh, This Hour Has 22 Minutes yeah. back yeah. in the day. Is he still on that show or no? I don't think so. I know he was a lot. Yeah, he was on for a long time. Yeah. Is that show even going still? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still oh, on. Snap. I know um, Sophie Buttle and uh, Mace Galoni both write for it. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen them post stuff about that before. I haven't had cable in 14 years. <laughs> yeah, I have it and I never watched. I have like the basic, I think, 25 channels. Yeah, or whatever I don't have it at all. I mean, uh, to be fair, though, like YouTube and all that is just turning into TV. Yeah, YouTube. Oh, yeah, I watch YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I have the YouTube premium. Oh, I mean, they have. Oh, you're premium. Because yeah. I was going to say the ads are at that point now where it's like we, oh, we yeah, went to the internet the to get away from that yeah. format. And now that format has kind of caught up. And yeah. the internet is now what TV used to be in a lot of ways. Exactly. You know? mm -hmm. Exactly. You had roots in the East Coast, too, though, right? I am from the East Coast. Yeah, I'm uh, from uh, Sipigonacadic, Nova Scotia. So this is something I want to ask because... Uh, Probably I wouldn't be privy to it even if I did go there. But I have heard that there's like some pretty rampant racism oh. in oh, yeah. parts of the East Coast. Have mm -hmm. you guys experienced that oh, firsthand yeah. out there? Um, I didn't experience any racism there, but I know that Nova Scotia has like a, an ugly history yeah. of it. Like there's a portion of Halifax where black people were pushed. And it was right live. near like the fumes from some yeah, factory or some exactly. shit. Yeah, Africville. Yeah. Africville, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Africville, yes. 
Yeah, I heard yeah. an expose or something on that on CBC mm -hmm. once, and it was pretty rough stuff to listen yeah. to. And I also saw someone posting, um, someone who went to the East Coast, and they posted a picture of somebody's truck with, like, a Confederate flag. Oh, I was yeah. like, wait, this is Canada. What? Well, they're all about the like, Confederacy there, like, in those certain parts. Another country's Confederacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but the, the racist, exp like, I've experienced was when I was really young. Um, I remember a young little toddler just walking in. Well, I was in the park, and a toddler and her parent was walking by, and she's like, is your skin brown because you drink lots of chocolate milk? And I was like, oh, that's so cute, <laughs> you know? But, <laughs> not the uh, worst racial. I know, it's not the worst one, yeah. but um, when I, I got a little older and I was around, like, maybe seven or eight, I would go to the park, and I would try to play with the kids, and they're like, we're not allowed to play with you. I'm like, I don't even know you. Oh, Who are real? you? Like, yeah. then I, And then I figured out later, Ugh. I wasn't. they weren't allowed to play with me because I was brown black indigenous kid not because they knew who i was and i was a bad influence yeah if their parents were racist yeah. exactly yeah. don't hang around the, yeah and we That's were um there, it was just the 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 town itself was just mainly caucasian so like us was like it, it, it is what it is sorry i was gonna go on a tangent about how it is in uh, nova scotia but it has changed like for uh, blm there was marches okay, that's and good. for uh, the murder and missing women there was marches in my small town and i'm like bravo you guys nice. you, you broke the mold mm -hmm. yeah i always see you posting about a lot of cool issues and uh, i know you were posting about the fishermen that were getting fucked over out there too uh well they were like stealing their crabs or something or? <laughs> the indigenous fishermen yeah were, yeah we were getting uh fucked over because we deserve to uh fish for our inherent right uh, sorry mar mar <laughs> moderate livelihood so we're fishing for inherent rights because that was part of the treaties is part of the peace and friendship treaties and the marshall decision where we are allowed to um fish to sustain ourselves yeah however we had about four t the, the 10, 11 boats on the water. So what Sipig and Akatik did was like, oh, let's just create a fishery so we can all help each other and our community. Ooh. So that's what we did. But the DFO, Department of Fishery and Oceans, and the non-Indigenous commercial fishermen is like, no, 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 no. You guys can't be together. You need to split up. Mm. You're, you're not allowed to come together. And I'm like, doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah, really. Doesn't that sound real familiar? <laughs> oh, man. Didn't they do that to the black people? No, 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 no. You can't yeah. come together. You have to. But it's uh, there's like this big notion. It was uh, conservationalism. Like they were they were like worried that we were going to take the last of the lobster after they were done overfishing you know <laughs> and you're really preaching conservation to conservationalists yeah like yeah it's a little backwards for exactly sure. man i don't want to go on another tangent about that. <laughs> no one thing i wanted to ask you guys about since you're both doing so well in comedy and blowing up uh i know i talked to simone about this a couple times but like haters are gonna hate right oh. they come out of the woodwork when you have successes and stuff so i wanted to know what your guys is like best tricks are for navigating that kind of uh, trolling and the shit that's you're bound to experience? Um, it's difficult um, because it's such a, like, af like I knew that if I won the competition that people were going to come for me. Mm. Like I, I knew it. I knew it. And I was just waiting and it happened, you know, and I found out recently that, you know, somebody the night of like called a whole bunch of people 
talking about how I didn't deserve it and all I, kinds of bullshit. I sort of heard about yeah. this and yeah. I was not impressed. Yeah. And I will not say who it was, but I will say that I was not surprised at all when yeah. I found out that that person was talking shit exactly. because I've had nothing but weird experiences with that person. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. But so how do you persevere and try to just block that out? You know? Um, It's difficult. I don't know if I've, if I can completely block it out, but what I have to do is, is like tell myself that I won fair and square. Yes. You know, nobody handed anything to me. I worked my ass off yes. for yes. like the last year and a half and the hard work paid off, Yeah, you know? And I always say that, um, I haven't said this to any of the haters cause it's not worth my time. Cause I'm sure they know this already that it's like, I haven't done anything that they're not capable of doing. Yeah. You know, I, I there was no, um, I didn't have a fairy godmother that came, you know, it's not like and you're appointed me something. Judge or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like I was, I went through the, the same rigmarole and, you know, process as everyone else. Um, I worked my ass off. You know, I worked oh, yeah. my ass off for, you know, since the beginning, just because I started so late that I felt like I got to make up time and I don't want to waste any, any, I don't want to waste a minute of any of this. Yeah, because believe it or not, Simone is not 38 or whatever. <laughs> whatever age you're guessing, you're wrong. What's well, true? Black don't crack. Black know? don't crack. Exactly. We talked about this before, but I, I'm still always blown away by how old you are. But yeah, so I, I got it. I have to, I have to tell myself that, um, you know, that I deserved it. Yeah. That I worked for it. Um, and that, you know, people behaving that way, they're jealous. It's totally they're jealous. jealous. It's 100% It's 100% yeah. jealousy. It's, it's also the fact that, you know, in the history of the competition, I think I'm the second woman yep. to win uh, after, out of 10 years and like thousands of, of comics. I'm the second woman, the first woman of color. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I don't think I'm the first person of color, but I think I'm yeah. the first woman of I, yeah. definitely the first woman of color. Yeah, and that that on its own, like I already felt like people thought that I sort of. Some people have described like I came out of nowhere, sort of thing. And in your mind, you're like, um, no, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've been, like, been here the, the whole constantly. time, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, so I knew that if if I if I did well in the competition, that there was going to be some backlash from um, like, oh, that's not how it's supposed to be done. And, you know, a straight white man should have won. Sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like talking shit is so unproductive too. like uh, it's a waste of time. I would just had an episode with Alex Wood last week. And in his book, one of the things he quit was gossiping. And we were talking about or he mentioned that he had this realization of like, why am I going to spend 20 minutes talking shit? that I could have spent that 20 minutes working on myself. Exactly. You know, that's or, what or my comedy or whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's what we always talk about, that like whatever energy that someone's putting into, you know, writing a writing me a hate message on my website. or You're planting um, a tree or something. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> like all the effort going into that, trying to discredit me, trying to embarrass me and things like that. It's like, why don't you put that focus, take all that energy and put it on yourself? And we uh, like well, focus on yourself sort of thing. You, I, I don't know why, but you seem to be a magnet for people messing with yeah. you. We've talked about that. And it's because they think she's an easy target. Yeah, and yeah. they think I'm not going to, because the person who did the thing was flabbergasted that I went after him. Yeah. I confronted him. You put him on blast. Yeah. yeah I, no, I didn't put him or on no, blast. But no, so I didn't put did him on blast. I? I didn't put him on blast. <laughs> like, yeah, people, people made it public, which you I didn't want. 
you could have made it a I'm lot sorry, more. I'm sorry. Yes, that was my. Yeah. That was yeah. My like I, I felt I, I had handled it personally because I was like, I went to him. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And oh, I don't like back, like backpedaling yeah. and you denying. just revealed the gender yeah. of the person in question. <laughs> no, him or her. <laughs> they. Or they. Or they, or they. Them. <laughs> but like, I went after the person. As far as I was concerned, I dealt with it. Yeah. You know, like. But you got so many people who want to back you up because yeah. you've been nice to everybody along the yeah. way. You know? but I just didn't want it to go public and like yeah. somebody made the public post and I wasn't happy about that. And I told that person, like, yeah. I wish you hadn't done that. She did something. And I was like, I wish you hadn't done that either. Yeah, I felt Because I think it just made everything worse. Yeah. It did. It made everything worse. And it was like, you know, like, I'm glad everybody knows who it was, <laughs> you know, you know, but um, I didn't. That was not my intention. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I, it was a dick move. It was a complete dick move. And it's like, I didn't deserve it. And I think they just thought that they can say something and that I'm not going to say anything about it. Well, we were talking about another person that I won't mention uh, upstairs, and I just think it's so lame when you don't win in a competition, and then you start talking shit about the person that won. It's just such yeah. bad form. It's it just is. being a sore loser. It's I like, can sure. wrap it up in a, a second. We're all freaking covert narcissists. That's that's yeah. the thing. Like they think anything that happens that's good that happens to someone else is a reflection of them, and then. They I try have to, to go shit to, on it. And I try to go to competitions assuming I won't make it through. Mm -hmm. And then if I do, I'm happily surprised, you know. Yeah. But And the thing is, it's like it's normal. It's normal if you want if you wanted something and you didn't get it to feel bad. That's yeah. a normal that's a normal thing. Cause I know that if if I hadn't won, I would have been like, Oh, you know, I wanted to win and everything. But I'm not about to start trash talking. Yeah. The person who won. Where does that get you? Yeah. yeah. Like last year, um, I had wanted to get to the finals. And when mm -hmm. I didn't, I was crushed. I was disappointed. But I told myself, I said, I am going to, you know, I vow that next year I'm going to make it to the finals. Nice. And I worked. Yeah. I worked. You envisioned it and you yeah. made it happen. I was yeah. like, I want to make it to the finals, you know? It and must be frustrating though for you guys and, and other people fall into this category, but being like, you could literally write the best comedy of all time <laughs> and people would still be like, Oh, well it's cause she's indigenous or because oh, yeah. she's you a woman or like time, you've yeah. got that angle. Like, yeah. yeah, I actually have a flex about that. So, <laughs> okay. uh, can I flex a little bit? Um, when you go for JFL, cause you're going to go be on TV and stuff, they need word for word, your transcript of what you're going to say. Oh, I know this flex. So, and, yes. yeah, so they bad. called me and they're like, okay, this is the hardest part. Uh, it's a back and forth with the this company that is going to be going through your thing to see if it's TV safe and blah 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 and yeah. that's the hardest part because you have to rewrite and you have to do that and so she's like she just prepared me for that so I wrote my transcript I worked a whole morning on it and I'm like okay boom 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 spelling grammar all right so <laughs> I, I sent it in the next day uh, I get a call from the person that was looking through it and she's like no notes. I had to make this call because this hasn't happened in like three years wow. where we don't have one single note for you. Oh my You're God. good to go. Yeah. And she also said that. Did your brain just melt? I, 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 I'm actually getting flustered <laughs> yeah, right now. Just thinking about it. She called me and she was like, it. ah! It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. She said. You should be super proud. When man. she reads <laughs> comedians material, sometimes it's drab, then the punchline, you know what? Then, and she's like, when I looked at yours, it was sparkling. It was something they'd never seen before. And I'm like, well, this is new wave of stand-up, baby, right here. <laughs> Sparkling. That's very, like, Disney-esque yeah. way of <laughs> describing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's a flex for me because I always thought I was a bad writer. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm not the most articulate person on the spot. However, I, I feel like 
the audience helps me write my jokes and that's why it's well it's like getting an a plus on a test or something yeah yeah Yeah, you couldn't have done better Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah, i mean now you still have to do the actual performing of the stuff but uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you got that plan. Yeah, they're like, practice. be high energy. Don't worry. <laughs> I got this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I would never be able to do uh, what you're doing right now. If I hadn't taped it, I would never, I would assume I'm jinxing it. If I, if I like, you know, talked it up or whatever, yeah. I'd be knocking on wood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like from what you had uh, asked us before, I find, um, cause both of us have experienced it, that it's, and I think. I think women in general, especially women, like at least women in comedy, um, that any achievement is almost immediately downplayed. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's intentional. Most times it's it's not because it would be like, oh, how did you get that sort of thing? Or, um, oh, you only got that because you're a woman or you're a woman of color. And that, that's thing. what's in right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> trendy and stuff yeah. like that. But like we were just talking about this last night that. We're like, okay, fine. Let's say that whatever whatever production picked us just because we're women or just because we're we're women of color. Very quickly, they'll see that we have talent. Yeah, like you, you can't know? get by just on that. Exactly. You're still exactly. gonna suck on stage. Exactly. If, you're not funny. if you like, suck, you suck. Like it doesn't matter. I guess they could argue maybe you got the gig or the opportunity, but you still have to follow through. You still have to, even exactly. if that was true. So yeah. Exactly. And I find that I've gotten that a lot of um, like minimizing. Like there was one one portion of the uh, of the competition and someone who didn't go through or didn't go through as high as they wanted or something, they were like, ah, these things don't matter. You know, other than the thousand dollars, it's this is nothing. Super easy to say that when yeah, you, yeah, when it's you easy to say that when, <laughs> when you didn't win, when you didn't get through. And it's it's just stuff like that. And um I think if I responded or reacted to every single one, I'd be like just fighting all day. Yeah, you wouldn't have any free time. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have any free time. I'd just be focusing on... And that's what know. those people want, yeah. too. They want oh, it. Yeah. It's like any bully. They want attention. They want yeah. to know that they're wasting your time. It's called yeah. baiting. And, yeah. and I fall for it nine yeah, times I, out of ten. I don't. That's the thing. I, I yeah. don't fall for that because it's like... That's just been a just been part of my existence. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and you got the same kind of shit for running a room and like yeah. people giving you crap all the time, which is a, a good segue because uh, comedy at Eddie's. So yeah. many people's mm-hmm. starting place over the last couple of years is wrapping up. Yeah, this I is the last three shows in December, right? Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think I would talk about this on the podcast. We but don't have I, to. No, no, no. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> I, 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 part of me is my, my transparency. <laughs> so. Comedy Eddie's, um, I started and we, our first show was April, 2019 and I started comedy January, 2019. So it was three months after I started. I'm just like Liam, just like Radu, like they're, uh, sorry, Danny, <laughs> I just said Liam's first name and last name. <laughs> so, uh, I, I made it cause, oh, you run a room that you get to see more comedians mm. and the more comedians you see, the better you get. And I also loved the camaraderie of being around comedians. Yeah. They were fun. They were eccentric. They were like me. Like, we're all like, we're all mm-hmm. messed up in the head. So, like, all right, <laughs> let's do this. And then, yeah, I would give flack that, oh, you just have a room because you're not getting stage time. 
which is weird because on the other hand, they'd say, oh, you're only getting stage time because you're indigenous. So you're getting all the stage time. Yeah. It's like, make up your mind. Yeah, which really? is it? Yeah, yeah. Is, am I getting it? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> you guys make are like, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm spinning. You're making me dizzy. And in my experiences, it's not like you were putting on these shows at Eddie's and then feature act Janelle Niles. No, like, not no. at all. So I, you barely, host, yeah, yeah. I barely put myself on some of those yeah. shows. And I, I, I started recently because I have to practice for uh, this mm. big show coming up. Well, but, and, you're, and you're not like only four months into comedy yeah, now or whatever yeah, like you were exactly. when you started The Room. Yeah. But to be honest, uh, two months ago, actually, I was thinking of uh, quitting Eddie's because it was taking up all my Wednesdays. And there's a certain club in town that I wanted to try to get on Wednesdays. Mm. And that was also uh, uh, kind of blocking that. And so I'm like, OK, I want to try to get more in the clubs because I'm not in the clubs, <laughs> so I want to get in the clubs, and I'm like, okay, Eddie's is kind of, and then I also need that extra time because I'm booking real shows. Yeah. Like with Gotland, the full Main indigenous show. comedy shows, yeah. big shows, and stringing you along. Like, yeah. I'm like, I need more time because uh, <laughs> I, I love comedians to death. Than, but they're divas and yeah. I don't need to be <laughs> could be exhausting for yeah. sure yeah like out of the 20 I book a month or 30 I book a month I have four chirping Mimi all the time yeah. you know like I uh, <laughs> just kind of like put that producer aside for that and then um my twin sister also was going back to school and she wants to be a PSW. So she's also quitting Eddie's. Mm. And we're like, all right, let's do it together. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get this thing. Exactly. But you and never thought about handing the torch to somebody else? Or? No, because I want to uh, take my equipment with me. Oh. If I, like, uh, what, 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 what I'm going to do, ask a, a comic, hey, you got 300 bucks, buy my equipment off me, you can have Eddie's? Nah, nah. They we'll might. Just... I mean, there's probably someone that would. But... Yeah, but then they would have to talk to the owner and all that stuff mm. and probably yeah. have a bad taste in their mouth. And I just want to kind of, like... It's kind of cool like that way, though, because then you leave this little legacy behind. And yeah. it's like anyone break. that was alive during this period doing comedy in Ottawa 20 years from now, we're all going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember Eddie's, yeah. you know. And so yeah. many people, um, because of Eric's photography, so many people use yeah. that as like their, the their headshots or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach uh, Seville actually did, did that today. He put oh, yeah? The, yeah, the his Eddie's. Well, picture. I know, um, speaking of which, the show that we're doing in December, um, you were like, okay, guys, send your headshots. And I'm pretty sure Rory and Lewis both sent pictures from Eddie's yeah but um so yeah we should bring that up the same crew sure. from uh, the don't fret show which mm -hmm. is the poster behind me um we're doing stringing you along volume three yes it's been a couple of years since the mm -hmm. other ones but uh so that's going to be at mavericks on december 16th musical hey, comedy i got my ticket i'll be there i got my ticket nice. yeah if you're a fan of tim Minchin and bo burnham and weird al and all those beautiful guys you need to come down to stringing you along at mavericks ottawa and it has such good acoustics in mavericks i used yeah. to rave there go to rock shows and everything and with the style of comedy that we're doing it is the perfect location it really is yeah, yeah. it's very I've, accessible i've got a lot of good memories there too like i saw mm -hmm. the planet smashers there back in the day but um when i hosted for ed the sock it was there yeah and i always love to be able to perform somewhere where i already know like the layout of the yeah. room and just the vibe mm -hmm. so um but yeah and it's going to be like potentially like 100 people or something in the i audience, hope right? so i hope so oh, we'll we'll sell it out come yeah. on oh, yeah. we got rory gardner, <laughs> rory gardner. um this Lewis is, Hill. <laughs> i'm a little nervous about it in well not nervous excited too because i'm going to be doing some of the same songs i've done before but in a new capacity because yeah. i'm bringing a bass player with me and a guy playing hand drums and just from the first time we jammed it, it had a really great sound to it. Like it's really weird hearing these songs. I've been doing bare bones mm -hmm. with the guitar for years. And now there's like a background vocals during the chorus and harmonies. And it's, it's sounding really cool. Not to toot my horn. <laughs> I don't want to say all this. And then you come Toot to the away. show. And I, I don't know why self-promotion is shamed. 
I, I think you. Oh, again, for me, it's a self jinxing thing. I'm uh, so like superstitious okay. that I'm going to be like, yeah, we got, we sound amazing. And then <laughs> the night of, I'm going to like shit my pants on <laughs> like, stage or something. Like Lois and Peter, like they think they're doing the great yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, they're super big. Too. <laughs> <laughs> We're still trying to. Um, solidify a name right now because we i figured like i don't want to do a band name because it's still mainly my original songs and i'm sort of the front man so we're going to do like an oliver george and the and we're still oliver twist no, I just, <laughs> oh my god i've had that since i was a kid <laughs> oliver twist olivieri pasta i think was one of them and i used to get the olive garden yeah you know my name means olive tree farmer Oh, no, sorry. My middle name means farmer. Sorry. My first name means olive tree. So I just thought that was always weird that my name means olive tree farmer. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a random fact there. But. No, that's all good. So yeah, come to the show if you can. And uh, I'm really excited for it. So thank you again for the opportunity and, and organizing that. I do like boss. doing those shows where, because uh, the best producers or the best agents or the best managers are big fans of comedy. And when you're a big fan of comedy, you know how to pull off a show if you got the producer chops. And I'm like, I'm a big fan of musical comedy. Yeah, you've been like really impressive in that sense where you send a message, you're like, hey guys, uh, thinking we could do another musical show. And then it's like an hour later, like, okay, so it's all booked. It's <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, okay, I better start practicing. Fuck. Uh, just because I work fast and persistent. Like, if That's I, great, you're yeah. tenacious, yeah, for Thanks. sure. <laughs> tenacious D. Yeah. I can't not think of Tenacious D I if I say that I do not need. <laughs> A microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wait. Normally, I throw to my dad about mid-episode or whatever after we've been going for a while with a question, which if you have one, dad, by all means. But my mom's actually in studio. So if my, no, you don't want to ask a question. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> well, it, for either or both of them, if you have an idea. You know, or think about it, and you can jump back in later with one if you want. Anyways, yeah, my mom's here. People can't see her, but normally my mom is not present. <laughs> so it's both my folks are here. But it's great, man. It's so good to see you guys. And uh, well, do you have a question, Dad, or no? I do. Oh, okay. My mom has one. So, Simone, I've been following you on Facebook, and I love everything you do. But when you came so close to that car accident on oh, the parkway, yes. oh. my heart went out to you, and I was worried about you. And I just was curious, like, how you dealt with all that. Oh, that sort was of trauma you went through. Near death experience. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was terrifying. That was terrifying. And I was on my way to the gym to uh, to meet with my my friend slash trainer, and I left a little bit later than normal, like a, like one or two minutes later. And I got onto Airport Parkway, and I don't know, three seconds in, two cars col collided. One went flying through the air and. And like narrowly, like I was in the center of it and I pulled over and I was shaking. And I, um, I remember I was stuck there for about an hour because the police wanted to talk to me. I called 911 and everything. And I, I am certain that my parents had a lot, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm certain that my parents had a lot to do with that because if I was like three seconds faster if I was driving a little bit faster if I'd left a little bit earlier I would have been I would have been involved yeah. in it you know um, probably obliterated yeah like yeah. it looked apparently it just looked worse than it actually was like mm. everyone was nobody was killed oh okay good. no one was killed no one was like seriously injured um but it looked like I was certain like people were dead you know that people were dead and it was just 
I'd never seen it happen in real time, like right before your eyes. And it's when people say things go in slow motion and you can't hear anything, it was exactly like that. Wow. You know, and it, it was terrifying. And um, I was traumatized for a little while after that. Like I was afraid to drive. Um, and even now, because it's months later, I think this happened in August, July or August, um, that I have to use Airport Parkway to, you know, I, I'm almost, I'm almost practically on the shoulder. I don't want to be in the center because I think what happened is like cars were too close and they clipped and mm. everything went out. So I'm like practically on the shoulder driving and I'm always conscious. I'm like, that's where the spot was. That's where the, the van landed on its roof. That's where I pulled over. This is where, you know, the front end of the other car was like, it all comes it, flashing. Yeah. It all comes yeah. flashing back. And, um, it's not as severe as it was when it, when it first happened. Um, cause I don't think I slept for a couple of days. Like I was just, I remember I was crying and it, I was just really, really traumatized. Um, but I, like, I know that my parents had something to do with that, that they protected. Yeah. They protected yeah. me. They protected me, but thank God. Uh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm or doing a lot parents. better. <laughs> thank, yeah, thank, yeah, thank my parents. Yeah. But, uh, I'm doing a lot better. Um, I still have flashbacks every now and then though. I do, but I'm doing a lot better. Yeah, such a, a close better. call. Holy moly. Yeah, it was too too close. <laughs> and to any close. listeners or viewers that thought there was someone crying in the background during that, that's just my coyote dog upstairs, crazy, <laughs> crazy puppy who uh, is very vocal at times. So I apologize if that got picked up. Do you have anything to add or no? Are you going to want to wait and bring something in later? I would just like to say to both ladies um, for all your success. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Thank nice. you. Nice. He pulled out the, the applause. Thank you. We haven't used the sound effect in a while. That was good. Um, I got a couple more questions for you guys. One uh, for Janelle, and this is not true today, but you have been known to be wearing some snazzy ass suits lately. <laughs> yes. I, when you perform, namely, um, and I want to know if there's like a deeper significance or you just love suits or oh there is a very big dig <laughs> sorry <clears throat> there is a huge significance for me to wear a suit so um because these are like prince level suits some of them, for the <laughs> yes record. they are yeah, they're beautiful yes, they're yeah. from morris they're but like i wear them or... like they're a five thousand dollar suit that's <laughs> i really respect the suit um i didn't get the laughs that i did not wearing a suit Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's actually a psychology thing. It's uh, people respect me more, and I, I they give permission to listen when I wear that suit. It commands yeah, a presence. It does, and mm. it, it commands respect, and it commands authority, and they actually want to listen to what I have to say. And uh, it's, it's, it's horrible to say that, that I need to dress in this modern European standard of, you know, clothing, like just like a professional yeah i yeah. feel the same mm -hmm. you gotta spiff it up same. to get people's attention yeah because yeah. i know if i went up um you know dressed cat like super casually because a lot of people do comedy super casually i know that um probably people wouldn't listen wouldn't listen or pay attention or you know just sort of you know right, right out, yeah, yeah right write us off or something that i'm like very conscious of how i look on the stage, like I make sure my hair is fine. My, I've got my, like my makeup and what I'm wearing and everything that I have, that I give a, 
like a professional yeah. vibe, you know, and it gets people to, to know you mean business kind of. Yeah. 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 And to like take you seriously because, um, I know I do it to this day. Um, like when I was younger and let's say I had to go to the emergency room or something, like, let's say I had an accident and you know, I need stitches or something. If I went in the clothes I was wearing and I was just like lounge around the house, I was treated differently. You know, like treated almost like like a criminal sort of thing. Second like class citizen, yeah, kinda, like treated yeah. badly. But if if I was dressed professionally or dressed neatly or whatever, totally different level of service. Hmm. And um, I still do it like subconsciously. Like uh, I don't know if I told you this a lot when I was here last year, but um, when I was diagnosed with the pulmonary embolism, and my doctor was like, "You got to go to the hospital like now," sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I changed my clothes. <laughs> I did my hair. <laughs> I did everything. Like, literally before. could be dying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could drop dead at any moment, but I made a, an effort. And then to she like, hopped on the streetcar. Yeah, car. and then I got on the streetcar <laughs> and I should have gotten in a taxi. Just 45 minutes across town. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. That's okay. No, big, no biggie. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, it, it's something that I'm, I'm uh, very aware, yeah. that we're very conscious of that, uh, you know, but you can't be too flashy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and like you can't. Um, yeah, where it looks like you're schmoozing and you're like. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Or if you're. I mean, yours are pretty woman, flashy. But well, I saved mine for the uh, big stage. That's why. Yeah. Like I don't look that flashy going to swizzles. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. If you're just working out some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It would be cool, though, if, if your success keeps going and you get to be this huge comedian and then you d- develop she your own line of suits. <laughs> oh, honey, I am already that huge comedian. All right. I'm well, also her talent agent. Selling, selling. <laughs> Janelle Nile suits would oh, be yes. like pretty baller, right? Oh, if you sure. had your own like line, exactly your own fashion line. <laughs> Something just dropped upstairs inside the house. That's on my child. <laughs> I actually uh, went to more when I got the JFL thing. I'm like, I can't wear my purple suit because <laughs> it'll look like I only have one suit, which I only do have the one suit. I just wear it well. <laughs> so I uh, I went to Morris, and what I wanted was a pearl pink suit jacket mm. like a pearl pink pearl and i would pink. have wear my black pa- uh, black dress pants and i would do like light make you know what i mean just yeah. like bam but when i went there like we don't have uh <laughs> light <Or>, pink yeah. <laughs> and so i went we don't I, carry salmon <laughs> <laughs> no we do not carry salmon <laughs> so what i got was a, a dark red suit jacket with like a floral pattern in it nice. and i'm like oh that works that, that works and then i got some red shoes from glebe trotters like where uh, chris works okay yeah and um i'm like okay that will be if because uh, uh when you're on tv they don't like patterns they always say don't wear patterns yeah, i've heard that even for background yeah. acting i'm gonna sure. see yeah. if the camera's far enough away that it doesn't mess with the, the you know and yeah uh and it's gonna be my backup just in case because i really want to um uh, I want to look dapper up there. I want to look debonair, you know. That's that was one thing I learned if I do uh, like a audition, film something from home to send in or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're, it's it's very limiting. They're like, okay, so don't wear black, don't wear white, don't wear red, don't wear any patterns. You're <laughs> yeah. like, um, so shirtless then? Yeah. <laughs> Blue, long sleeve shirt. <laughs> oh, man. Without the teal in it. <laughs> so many rules. Um, yeah. I want to ask you about your podcast. Is, uh, is sort of, what's the status currently? And I also wanted to know if you had a dream guest that you are oh, you would love to have on. Right now, it's I'm on hiatus sort of thing. I had tried uh, some different, a different format for season three, which I hated. And um, Remind me again what you switched out? Um, what I did was I did one live interview a week. 
And then I did pre-recorded ones okay, on okay. the weekends. And um, the thing is, I, I got busy. And so the pre-recorded ones fell by the wayside. Mm. Um, and then I, I, I think I produced all of them published all of them like on one day <laughs> like at the beginning yeah, I remember, of october <laughs> you started putting up all these podcasts that were like from may or something <laughs> exactly. like, all right. you've been sitting and, on these for a while yeah and part of like i had to because because it had been months since i recorded them and had seen them i had to like watch them again just to like for editing and to to know what we we talked Re about immerse yourself a bit yeah. yeah and it was all about oh i just got my first vaccine and oh you know i was sick or it was all like at the time when people were just starting to get the vaccines mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. So I debated whether I would post them or not. Cause I was like, they're kind of dated now, yeah. but I oh, also, yeah. I, 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 I ultimately decided to publish them because like people had taken the time to talk to me yes. and stuff like that. So I said, I'll just put them out. And even if like a couple people listen to it and it brightens their day or they learn about, yeah. you know, like there's probably moments people will still take from that. So oh yeah. Cause opinion. it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, so that was season three. And so I've decided that whenever I, I bring it back cause I, I want to, I'm going to limit it to maybe no more than two interviews a week maybe one a week i'm not sure because at one point when i first started i was doing every day oh my god every day and yeah. then i did like every other day or four days a week like it was too much keep it more casual yeah, yeah. so i might i might um i'm thinking once a week so live. this is something I, I wanted to know though because i find it interesting it seems to be very popular these days where people will say season three but it hasn't actually been three years like hot yeah. ones, hot ones is the most guilty in my opinion because I think that show started in 2015, yeah, and they're on season 16 or something. Yeah. I'm like, uh, what? But but yeah. everyone's doing it. I, I feel like I'm old school because I actually like we just started season three and this is the beginning of the third year of doing this okay. show. You know, yeah, not, not to, my... to make fun of you for doing no, that no, by any no. means, but it seems to be what's in. Because the thing is, it was just like when I started it, I didn't anticipate that I would be doing it like a year later sort of thing. Mm. And um, so I was like, okay, the first set of interviews that I did, I'll call that season one, because I think it wasn't until January. So there was a good like four or five months um, from when I did the last interview of the first set to when I restarted like in early January. So I called that season two and the season two went, went by pretty quickly. And then so yeah, it's like so, whenever you have a new block. Yeah, whenever I have episode. a new block yeah. of, you know, I've gone through all the people that I that I solicited interviews from, um, so that that's a new season. But one thing that I'm going to continue, which I thought worked really well, was um, I had some like some spots reserved for okay, I want to speak to that person or I want to speak to that person. But then because of the pandemic and then you know like the the just the community becoming more global. Like I was in, so I've, I've, I'm in so many other groups that I posted, you know, hey, I do a podcast. If you want to come on, you know, sign up here sort of thing. So I got to speak to other people like in other markets and nice. Yeah. So that I, I want to do that again. And that was that was cool. My favorite guest other than myself was <laughs> the guy that was on um, uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, uh, he just uh, took, John something, right? He just took this and was like. Like hitting his on my show? Yeah, he was a uh, he was a guest on uh, 
You're saying and he was from America's Got Talent? I know what you're talking about. Isn't his name John Hastings? Yeah, or and like he that? just like did that thing. Simone's with, like, I never talked to this motherfucker. <laughs> no, I swear it was on your it's thing. Like, really? Yeah. And, and he, he was on America's Got Talent? Yeah, and then his bit was he had a thing and he would just like make noises and hit his cheek. That seems like something you would remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't <laughs> remember you, that at all. <laughs> Are you sure it was my You know podcast? what? I think we're having a Mandela effect. <laughs> well, yeah, reality. I think I'd remember yeah. that. So you guys wanted to know her age <laughs> is actually 74. No, She's having a, <laughs> having a moment. A no, no. no. Um, <laughs> I, uh, okay, this next thing I want to do. Uh, we've actually talked about a lot of what I wanted to talk about, but this is a, a silly game that I came up with. I thought it would be a fun improv exercise. <laughs> um, and I'll put the photos up digitally for the people that are watching the episode. But for now, I, Simone, I know you love cats. Yes. You're very much a cat person. Yes, I'm a cat. I like dogs too, but... Yeah, I, you're not I a dog hater. Now. No, I love... I grew up with dogs. It does have, go that way though. Sometimes yeah. there are cat people who fucking hate dogs yeah. and vice versa. Yeah, no, I don't hate dogs. I love dogs. I actually came up with a, like a little one-liner joke the other day about... Um, like dogs, man's best friend. Cats, man's standoffish roommate. <laughs> um, so this this game is called Name That Kitty. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to show you a picture of a kitty, and I want you to tell me what you would name him and why, and maybe give him a little bit of a backstory. Okay. <laughs> okay. What would you name this guy? Charles. Charles. Well, that was like you didn't even think about it. it just came out. Well, if you want to see. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys printed them out for me, my bad. Aww. You got a name for this guy or no? I'd name him like Cheese or Cheddar. Okay. Cheeto. So you're going with the orange on with that. With the I orange. Guess. Okay, yeah. all right. What He's about? He's going to school with his little backpack. This is almost <laughs> a throwback to Halloween, this next guy. Oh. <laughs> you're not a fan? <laughs> no, he's cute. I, I think he's beautiful. That's a Luke. Luke? Yours are all people names. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what would I name him? I'm thinking like Spectre or something. <laughs> yeah. Something spooky. He's one of those uh, that hairless yeah, guys. Yeah, Sphinx. Sphinx, I think. Sphinx cats, yeah. Um, I think what would what I called. name him? Yeah, I'd uh, name him like Charles or something. <laughs> yeah, because he has a very like wise face. He's very yeah. cute. So wait, you took Charles, which was her first one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so we got two Charleses. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm spoiling the next one. Right. What about this sassy little fellow? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Actually, his real name is Little Bub. Oh, you know this yeah, cat? Yeah, I know this cat. <laughs> I know that that's cat. how much of a cat person she is. She knows all the I cats. I know the internet cats. <laughs> okay, so he's like a grumpy cat kind of guy. He's that level of famous, you think? Yeah, yeah. What was uh, his name again? Little Little Bub or some, something. <laughs> Lil Bub, something like that. Yeah. Well, he's adorable. He is adorable. Well, you could still pick your own name for him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, this is a dumb name. I don't have a dumb a, game. <laughs> I don't see a name to him. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I would name him something like. Uh, like Binky or something like that. Oh, that's kind of good. Yeah, some yeah. kind of derpy yeah. name for him. For <laughs> derpy sure. name, derp. yeah. Derp. <laughs> All right, this guy. <laughs> I had a cat that looked just like, yeah. With that shocked expression, he just. No, I around. never saw that shocked expression. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm just wondering what happened in to <laughs> cause this photograph. I'm sure a treat is coming towards him, and he's like. Waiting for the well, there's that whole thing with cats that freak out if you put a cucumber by. Yeah, because they think it's a snake. <laughs> they it's think it's so a weird. Snake. I, I would call him pickle. Pickle. All right. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> this game is going about <laughs> as well as I thought it would. And then finally, I just wanted to show you guys this one. Oh, <laughs> my God. The, the shaved cats was killed. <laughs> the one like, who there. does that to an animal and doesn't feel like, uh, you know, PETA's going to be calling That's them That's uh, Ron Jeremy. Um... <laughs> yeah, he's definitely pleasuring himself <laughs> in some way. <laughs> the porn cat. Mm -hmm. you know? Porn cat, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, well. It's sitting on the casting couch. <laughs> that was a weird segment, but I'm going to keep it in. The casting couch. Yeah, like, you want a piece of this? Yeah, scratching his balls. He just looks like lazy, really. Um, but when they shave them, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they're trying to make him look like a lion or something. It's Because I know like one of my sister's cats had to be shaved because she was long. She had long hair, and she would get poop stuck in her fur. Oh. And so they had to shave her down. and it's Because so, it looked like she's wearing fuzzy boots, mm-hmm. and then they have to keep a piece of their tail, on, like a piece of hair on the tail. For like balance or something. Oh, really? It, That's it just, so weird. It's hilarious. It looks every time I look at the picture, I could laugh for like twenty minutes nonstop because it's just so funny. When you uh, <laughs> talk about long fur, my wiener dog who died almost a year ago. You just met him like, and then he died yes, a couple of weeks after. Yes. He has the long hair dash, and so um, in the winter when we take him on walks, he would come back with just like snowballs attached, <laughs> and we'd have to just like put him on a towel for an hour, yeah. and just melt it all off, <laughs> exactly. get the hair dryer or something. But, <laughs> Um, okay, well, I'm going to ask you guys a season three question, which uh, I think is a fun one. Last time we got into semantics with Alex about, anyways, if you were not doing what you do currently for a living, what would be your dream job? And this is what we kind of argued, because he, like, by dream job, I don't necessarily mean like astronaut or something like totally outside of the realm of, of what you would probably actually be able to accomplish. I mean, you guys, maybe you could be an astronaut. I don't know. I don't want to say... Follow your dreams, whatever, but um, maybe more like, what did you want to be growing up? Anything along those lines. Like, what kind of profession would you think would be really good, suited, well-suited for you? Um, I always wanted to be a comic from the time <laughs> I was 15. Um, and I did everything else but be a comic, so... But now um, you are a comic, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. You got to give me something I'm doing out. it now, but, uh, huh, I don't know. Something like maybe a little outside your wheelhouse, but that you feel like drawn to a bit or... Probably, I I would probably be a lawyer. Lawyer, okay, yeah, cool. I think I would have. I'm still thinking about it of going to law school. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I just it's something that's always fascinated me. Have you always been into like the legal dramas and stuff like that? Yeah, nice. yeah, I like that. And um, Law and Order. Mm, I'm law very like show. like procedural, and I like the rules, <laughs> like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you seem like someone who would be wanting to stand up for what's right and help yeah. people like a public defender or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd probably, that's probably where Do a I bunch gravitate. of pro bono work just yeah, to help exactly. out like, impoverished people or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. that's a super awesome and noble <laughs> answer. I'd be the only honest lawyer. <laughs> it's true. They don't have the best reputation. And Janelle? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a ballerina. I just thought they were so graceful and beautiful. And then my boobs came in. <laughs> And yeah, I guess they are pretty yeah. flat-chested, the majority of them. Exactly, yeah. yeah I just... Uh, too much drag. <laughs> I drank too much milk, that's why. <laughs> but when I got older, I didn't know, like, I, I grew up in a very tumultuous family. So, like, having dream, like, we couldn't think of, like, the next day versus, like, we were very, like, stuck in... Yeah, so I did want to do massage therapy because... Uh, I do like touching people. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, when COVID happened, I was in school for massage therapy. I did two out of three years uh, with the advanced diploma at Algonquin College. But when uh, I dropped out because COVID happened and when COVID changed the world, it changed my mind. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to focus on comedy right now. Because yeah, I don't, don't really want to go touch strangers during a pandemic. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always want to touch strangers so I, <laughs> with consent. It's all about consent first. So I guess the dream would be uh, <laughs> B 
being like the team masseuse for a ballerina school. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't use masseuse here in Canada because oh. yeah, uh, we use uh, massage therapist because masseuse is misconstrued like as uh, yes, yeah. as an unlicensed <laughs> massage therapist. However, sketchy, yeah. uh, in uh, Europe and uh, America, uh, sorry, uh, the states, they still use that word masseuse. Yeah, I've heard it still thrown around. When, when you were talking about uh, boobs on, on ballerinas, I, I want to point out when I said too much drag, I don't mean like cross-dressing. I mean in the way that like swimmers uh, oh, I know. Yeah. shave their hair. Okay. <laughs> Aerodynamics. Yeah, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, <laughs> shit, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. This has been so fun. I, I honestly went through my notes. I don't know. Unless you guys have anything you want to plug or talk about, I'm down. But otherwise, uh, we're pretty much at um, that point. I don't think I would be where I am without Simone Holder. She is my rock uh-huh. and a love of my life. I, yeah, uh, I'm so glad you guys came on together. Yeah, I she, knew this would be fun. This the, this woman, uh, she's almost uh, my replacement mom, if you will, because uh, uh, it's just someone who's so compassionate and loving. She's an angel, and I will. See, for me, she's more of like a cool aunt. Oh yeah. <laughs> We oh, that, oh, that's, that's Jen fun. Hayward. That's Jen Hayward for me. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> She's my comedy, uh, my comedy auntie, mommy. Nice. <laughs> but um, Jen's always been really nice. Yeah, I, I, I love this woman to death, and I will fight for her. Uh, and she has. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. Has. If you this, is where you, this is where you say ditto. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> what she said. Oh no, honey, I fought for myself. I'm good. <laughs> oh man, I'm way too outspoken, but yeah. I just wanted to say that that that's uh, she's means the world to me and. Dad, we need, we need a sound effect for Aww. one of those sitcom moments, you know, when they, when they hug or whatever. Aww, it's my baby. <laughs> I didn't need a fairy to appear. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Oh, this was a blast. Yeah, you guys had both reached out to me saying, like, hey, I'd love to come back on the show, and I'm so glad we decided to do it yeah. together. Mm-hmm. This was awesome. Now we can do three-way high-five. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, maybe we'll, I'm going to see a show tonight, I think. So maybe you guys yeah, tag along. Yeah, we have to go grab tickets. Yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thanks for stopping in, everybody. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>